Hey guys, welcome to Just Austin's podcast with Wambo Wampusla Israel as usual. I'm so excited to have you guys on this podcast. Welcome, 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 welcome. And today we are going to be talking about something really interesting. Singleness and attraction. I know someone is already going in from tea to tea. What what are you going to talk about today? Because most persons know that Priscilla is single. Yeah. So how does singleness now associate with attraction? Yeah, it does. Even as a young child, <laughs> when you reach the age of puberty, when your uh, hormones start producing sexual secondary characteristics, know that several things have been placed on trigger you know the it has been placed on trigger especially attraction that's why you see from high school from secondary school you're hearing something like high school love you're hearing something like crush you're hearing so many things <laughs> infatuation is because even as a single person your hormones are at work your emotions are at work and you can be attracted to someone okay so um before i delve into the topic today i just want to apologize for my sudden disappearance for those who have been following back to back i had a very important exam and i needed to pay attention to i had sleepless nights i was jacking reading back to back but thank god it all ended in praise and thanks for those who supported who reached out god bless you all so much okay now let's move on singleness and attraction i've Describe the meaning of singleness before. Singleness or sing or someone who is single is someone who is not in an exclusive committed relationship or is someone who is unmarried. You know, you are single. That is, you don't have someone you are in a relationship with. You are not dating someone. You're not in love. You're not in a love or romantic relationship with someone or you are not married. Okay, and you can be a single parent, you have a child, but you are not with a partner. That's singleness. Okay, for attraction, I don't want to go overboard. Let me just give us the dictionary meaning of attraction because attraction it means a lot of things. Attraction is a tendency to attract. Okay, tendency to attract. And attract means to put to it without touching, to arouse interest. I like this. Attraction is to our rules interest. Now look at it said to draw by moral, emotional, or sexual influence, to engage or fix as the mind, to give attention, to invite, to allow, you know, to I don't want to say to seduce now, okay, but to invite to love someone. That is attraction. Just like magnetic feed and electrical feed. Magnets, unlike poles, attract for magnetism. But in real life, like poles attract. Yes, that is why most business uh, gurus will tell you have like minds for your business. You need to attract people who are thinking like you because that's how the law of life operates. That's how life operates. But in physics, unlike poles attract. Even for electrical feed, for uh, magnetic feed, what other feed again? Just know that unlike pose attracts, even for friction, the forces are always against each other when it comes to science or physics, whatever. But when it comes to life, like pose attracts. Even when Jesus Christ was raising his disciples, he had to choose people that he was sure of that would continue to represent him, even when the Holy Spirit comes and when he is gone. So, attraction. Attraction is to what? To invite, to love someone. 
you know, to influence someone, to have influence over someone's mind sexually, emotionally, intellectually, morally, and every other aspect. That's why I said attraction can be in different ways. I remember when someone was asking me one time if I was attracted to him, you know, and for who the person was, I just told the person, no, I'm not attracted to you. I'm not obliged to be attracted to you. So it almost turned into a quarrel, you know. So the person was like, ah, you should be attracted to me at some, like, some point. I was like, must I be attracted to you? So I had a one meaning to attraction, you know, sexual attraction or physical attraction or physical attraction. I'm attracted to your body. I'm attracted to you. So how you walk, I'm attracted to you sexually. I'm aroused, you know, you are you aroused my interest sexually. So I always thought that was what attraction was, you know. But attraction, we see from the definition, is when you're attracted to someone because they're intellect, sorry, intelligent, you know. There's this thing, saposexual. Saposexual is someone who is attracted to you because you are intelligent. You know, they just like your personality. They like how intelligent you are. There's even, I think, demisexual. Demisexual is based on someone's personality or how the person views life or handles situations that the person is attracted to that person because of personality so there are different kinds of attraction right different kinds of attraction okay but today we're going to be dwelling on the sexual attraction for young people yeah if someone is attracted to you sexually it could be that you have aroused that attraction from either your action or either by your looks or whatever but nowadays or should i say most of the time persons are are ruled by looks you know they, they've not even seen the person's behavior they've not even seen how the person acts they just see especially on social media they just see the person's dp they just see how flawless the person's skin is and or more they are attracted in their mind this lady is going to be my wife this dude is going to be my husband. He's going to be the father of my children. You know, they're already attracted. They're already attached. They're already having strings. Like, they're already having emotional strings, you know. They don't even know this person. They've not had real-life conversation with this person. They don't know how the person's mind is. They don't know if the person is mature at all, but still a baby in the mind. They don't know all of this. They don't know how the person manages manage finances. They don't know how this person keeps up with conversation. They don't know... If this person is disciplined but they're just attracted because of what of the body because of the outward appearance and today we're going to be looking at so many stories from the bible but the one that attracted me most of the story that the holy ghost has had placed in my spirit holy spirit help me was the story of samson and delilah or should i say samson just samson delilah did not even do do much havoc it was samson's uncontrollable sexual uh, uncontrollable need for sexual satisfaction that landed him into such mess and Delilah was only a tool to bring him to destruction so by God's grace I'm going to be as plain as possible today because most persons who listen to my podcast tell me that they learn more about me through my podcast other than real life conversations yes I don't talk about myself so much when I'm talking to people but when it comes to podcast and it's a message God has placed in my heart sometimes it makes me go personal okay and it usually blesses persons I've had testimonies like that but let's continue it's not about me it's about God and his mandate okay so the Samson Samson why did I pick this story I was going through my Bible uh, Judges 
13 to 16. Three chapters, or should I say four, 13, 14, 15, 16. Four chapters were dedicated to the life of Samson. And wow, four chapters of the Bible. And he ruled the, sorry, he was a judge over the children of Israel for 20 years. Wow, 20 years. The people of Israel, the children of Israel, they really tried for them to have managed to be under the rule of someone who was so indisciplined for 20 years but god chose him yeah so i can't really judge i can't really say i can't tell why or i can't really judge or should i say okay i can't i can't be quick to just conclude over something it could be that circumstance happened just like circumstances happen to so many young persons you know and I feel it's lack of guardians. There's so many things that I saw while I was reading the scripture about something that I felt, oh, I wish he had a spiritual father, like our days now. <laughs> Even as a judge, if he had someone or a probably a priest that he was answerable to, Probably he was even not answerable to his parents because the parents they 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 got the revelation of who he was, of what his importance was in Israel, but he was so self-absorbed. That's another thing the young persons have these days. They are so self-absorbed. They are so proud. They feel once I have the Holy Ghost, once I've had an encounter with the Holy Ghost, nobody is equal to me anymore. You know, they raise their shoulders high, this ego, you know, they are proud. Even their spiritual parents cannot talk to them. When they are rebuked, they feel their spiritual parents are jealous. Or they feel their spiritual parents don't know what's up, you know. But then, that was one thing I noticed about Samson. Samson lacked guardians. The only thing that I knew God did in his life was just give him power when it was time to fight. I was going, yeah, I used the message translation. And I love how it was always interpreted. Samson, they always said that when he was to fight with the Philistine, or when he was born, the parents told him, okay, you're not to drink strong drink, you're not to marry from so-and-so, you know, look at what the Bible said. It said, The angel of God appeared to her. That's Judges 13. I'm using message translation from verse 3. He said, I know, okay, the angel of the Lord God appeared to her and told her, I know that you are barren and childless, but you are going to become pregnant and bear a son. But take much what care. So he had a very delicate destiny. He said, drink no wine or beer. Eat nothing ritually unclean. This is what the mother has been told. You are in fact pregnant right now, carrying a son. No razor will touch his head. The boy will be God's Nazareth from the moment of his birth. He will launch deliverance from Philistine with oppression. So God already had a mandate for what? For something. So you are going to give birth to a son. Don't drink any wine or beer. So the woman was to start the consecration from what from the conception of samson she started the consecration from the conception of samson so even when samson was in her uterus or in the womb he was already fulfilling the consecration so it was left for him to follow through the ordinance that god has given to the parents but he did not follow through please follow me you are going somewhere okay so Now, the Lord appeared to Manoah again, the, the mother. Verse 13 to 14, the angel of God said to Manoah, keep in mind everything I told, okay, the husband, Manoah, keep in everything I told the woman, it's nothing that comes from the vine. Drink no wine or beer, it's no ritually unclean food. She's to observe everything. I commanded her. So when God has commanded something for your destiny, 
when he has commanded consecration for your destiny, you are to keep at it. You are to observe everything. But Samson was so lackadaisical and he was so carefree. He didn't even care about the instructions of their parents and all of those. And if you look at this, this is where story, this is where uh, Samson's story began. And why I'm using Samson as a case study for today is because Samson was attracted to any and every kind of woman. Attraction. As young people, we are to put and subject our attraction, emotions, and feelings towards to spiritual discipline, to self-control. The Bible said that he has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, sound, sound mind, and of self-control. You have the spirit of power. You can play every feeling, every attraction, every emotion what, to what to God. You can subject it to the will of God. And that is why as Christians, you are asked, you are admonished not to just get into any relationship or marry anybody. No, you are what to seek the face of God. So that means you are honoring God and placing your attraction, your emotions, what? Under his will. You are telling him your will should confess above what I feel, above who I'm attracted to. In that way, you are properly led. You will not make mistake, you know? You don't make a mistake. So I was listening to, uh, I saw a message from Evangelist Lawrence Oyo on Facebook. He said that young fellowship brothers, it's not every lady that you have feelings for or you are attracted to that you are to date. And it, this is a popular saying now in the body of Christ. I, I first said it though from Pastor Kisley Okuko. He said the church is like a hospital. And you know where, you know how the hospital is? Everybody is sick apart from the doctor the patients or the visitors who are coming to visit everybody is sick in the hospital some are responding to treatment some are not responding some are just some are in coma some are even dead but the doctors are just keeping them to occupy space till they see another patient or probably the family has no money to come and discharge their body so everybody's responding to treatment in the church the church is like a hospital it's not everybody you are you are attracted to that you will that you will pursue. You are not to pursue everybody. Talking to the guys, especially the guys, you're not to pursue everybody. Put your emotions, put your attraction, put put their feelings under subjection to the will of God. Because something allowed his 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 lust or his attraction to lead him. And that was why he ended up with what? With three wrong women. First, it was a lady from Tim Timna, a lady a lady in Timna of the Philistine. Then second, and that lady was killed because of his anger. He went into a prostitute in verse sixteen, and from verse sixteen again, from that same verse, after a prostitute, he that was when he met Delilah, and that was his end. He saw that the first lady he was attracted to, even when the parents told him, "This is the ordinance. This is the consecration for your destiny. You are not to marry anyhow. You are not to go." outside of god's people to marry some christians are like that they just when they see an unbelieving lady in their mind i am spiritual i can change this lady i can change this man ah i have the holy ghost i have zoe i win souls for christ Ah, i can win this one it's in rare cases that 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 happens i was reading a story um it's, it's an evangelical group like that 
international evangelical group so they have students who go out for evangelism so but a particular lady shared that there was a guy she had evangelized to and on evangelizing to him he gave his life to christ he started working you know in in um he started working with God, started working in God's ordinances, and become he became really, really saved. He grew into maturity in Christ, and today they got married. It's not in all cases that somebody you preach to you get married to. And it's not in all cases that everybody you see in church is really or is genuinely a child of God. There is funny clip that the Willows uh, dropped on their YouTube uh, page or channel. I went to see it. So the 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 guy. He drinks and smokes and he's part of the ushering department. He saw a particular lady who joined the choir. This lady can sing very well. But this lady is an umbrella. She smokes even more than this guy does. She drinks even more than this guy drinks. So he was in his house. He was drinking. He did not know that the lady had come. I think her sister, the sister's name was Sister Lizzie. He was Brother Leviticus. So Sister Lizzie shouted, Hey, Brother Levit- Leviticus, you drink? And she was like, Yes, now. Ah. Now church we used to decover those kind of things you know so she was surprised so the guy was like there's no level for this guy so he was like you must marry me you now know my true self abby you must marry me so the lady was like eh. so she removed her wig removed her head tie then she took the cigarette from his hand she started smoking even gulped a full bottle of beer in less than five minutes and the guy was shocked the guy was shouting, Sister Lizzie, Sister Lizzie. He was like, I don't understand. She, since you are showing your research, let me also show my research. So we don't need to pretend till the marriage, you know? And he was trying to like shout, trying to, he was so surprised that he wanted to run away that she brought a gun and said she's an umbrella, that she can just kill him there. So the guy was shocked to his teeth. The same thing still plays out in our churches today, in our society today. Samson was attracted to the wrong women. The only thing that he had put in subject to God or in, um, yeah, in subject to God was his power, was his strength. He drank. Just imagine, he committed an abomination in chapter 14. He took um, honey from the carcasses of what of a dead lion and it was an abomination he broke his consecration so many times that he became so insensitive in the area of what of marriage and relationship some of you who are single you are attracted to any and every kind of person and that is why you jump from one relationship to another and tomorrow we say that you are you're in a relationship tomorrow we say that you are single you're not posting on your status is more that loves or this love thing will be saying men has come or women are which is so many things will be saying because what you lack designment because you are attracted to any and every kind of thing and like i said before from the beginning attraction is not a bad thing we are all humans we are wired like that we have emotions yeah we do but as single persons knowing fully well or being aware not being ignorant that you have emotions you have to ask yourself who am I attracted to? Why am I attracted to this person? I ask that question a lot because for me, I won't, I won't, I won't lie here. There are guys who have said, I'm attracted to you. I'm just, uh, I'm having feelings for you. I'm attached to all of that. So I don't dismiss them. I ask questions. Why? So when I say that the reason is, is so unreasonable, sorry to say that, I just tell them, okay, guy, 
me, I'm not attracted to you. Or even though I'm attracted to you, I have restriction. Okay, there's a reason why I will not date you. There's a reason why I will not go into a relationship with you. Because of what several reasons that would affect my consecration or work with God. It's not every Christian that you date. It's not every Christian that you marry. I don't know why, why. I don't know if this is how this conversation should go. But this is how the Spirit of God is leading me to say it. But I just want to lay a foundation that as single persons, we must be attracted to people. And it's from your single years you would select or you would choose who you are to marry or you are who you are to do life with. Without singleness, you cannot date, you cannot marry. I don't like you when you 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 are not giving birth to into marriage, you're not giving birth into relationship, you're not giving birth into dating. No, there's a season of your life called singleness. And if you look at what most relationship counselors or pastors would say, is that you should use your single years of what for preparing for life, build capacity gain knowledge go about your financial life get serious with your academics settle all you need to settle and when it comes when 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 the time for marriage comes you will be designing enough to know that okay it is time that i would add a helper to myself it is time that i get a partner for life for myself that i get a spouse and most most of the reasons why single persons make mistake in the in the in the in this uh, area of attraction is because they don't know why they want to date or they don't know why they want to get married. Some persons have the idea that as I'm single like this, I can be single for the next 10 to 20 years. I would I will marry when I'm 40 or 50 as a guy or as a lady, I'll get married when I'm 20 something or 30. It could be that because you are testing the waters, you might you might have driven away the right relationship a long time ago i'm not saying that there's only one kind of person for you or there's only one mr right or mrs perfect for you no but as singles if our attractions are not guided we might expose our hearts too early to the towards to emotional hearts to the wrong relationships that when the right one comes we won't even be designing we'll not even know whether it is right or wrong who commit what the same errors we committed and that is why i tell young people even though you have discovered purpose probably you are 18 you are 19 you are 17 you are 20 you are 21 22 take your time take your time if you are attracted to a lady or a guy please be friends for like a year or two see how they act in all seasons in all in, in every aspect, when when they are angry, when they are happy, when you are succeeding as well, see how they act, see their behavior around you. If it is inconsistent, if it is obscure, if it is something you know that you cannot cope with in the long run and you would have difficulties, probably the person is competitive, please run away. I know what I'm saying. Please run away because it will not work out for you. And the problem when, when because because you now have found purpose, you now feel like okay, it is time to date. Just select any lady you are attracted to, any guy you are attracted to. Along the line, you will see someone who is better than that person, and you start seeing the flaws that your partner has that the person has refused to work on. But this other person is working. This person, other person is progressive in life, and you too, you are progressing. But your partner is not progressing, so you may want to break that person's heart. And that is what those are some of the what the challenges. I'm not saying you can get it totally right in choosing who to marry. Probably for some of you, you might have dated for like 10 times before you saw your husband or your wife. It's not a bad thing. But all of these precepts are here now to guide you. To guide you. There's this guy who I just, the Lord, I spoke to the Lord about it and the Lord told me to give the guy a no. That I should not date him. 
why i didn't because he's a christian he's a minister yes he is but the lord just told me several things about this person that i could not even utter i was doubting because this person is a minister now you know that kind of thing but the lord said he's a no and there was something even outside of what the holy spirit even told me there was something i noticed about this guy he is very competitive he just wants to ensure that okay I want to be, I want them to be seen. I want them to see that I'm working. I'm doing something. I'm doing something. He wants to, oh, this person is here like, okay, okay, let's, let's, let's meet up. Let's meet up. Let's, in fact, let's overtake that kind of attitude, that kind of competitive attitude. And if I get into a relationship or marriage with someone like that, the person might end up beating me because I am doing better. You know, this person will have low self-esteem. Another one, the person is, the person doesn't want to hear that. I'm talking with any other guy when i'm talking about friends like this male friends ah the person is is always always on high tension so the lord was like it's a no you cannot keep up with something like this you cannot keep up so i noticed all of those things because we're friends for over two years the person the person when the person and another thing ladies should take note of if a guy asks you out or probably the guy talks about marriage on your first meeting and the person tells you the lord said please i beg you run if you don't have leg come and borrow my own i will give you run for your life i know what i'm saying they want to use that thing to trap you and if you are someone who is not sensitive or someone who doesn't hear god you will be lost and you will say yes lord i do your will in fact it is the devil's wish for you that is why we must be sensitive i know that this topic is you know supposed to be about all of those things but it is also very very spiritual we are spiritual people you have to do, you, have to, you have to be deliberate you have to be intentional about your dating life i remember when i was in secondary school a lot of people be asking me do you have feelings at all because the way i acted the way i was in secondary school you feel like this guy is a robot i knew what my consecration demanded there were several things I could not expose at a young age. And even now, I, I do not have the permission to expose such. So if you know your consecration, if you know the ordinance, if you know the call of God for your life, if you know what God has placed for your destiny, you'll be intentional about things like this. You will not allow your emotions, you will not allow your attractions or your feelings to, what, to, to get the best of you or to control you. You have, you have what self-control. You will be accountable. That is one thing I've noticed about young people. I remember when I was sharing, sharing something. I think, uh, was it the previous series? Okay. I think uh, it should be the third series about mentorship. I told the young persons around me. I told people around me. I told them, I said, please expose yourself to mentorship. If you can have like 10 mentors in different areas of your life, please hold them tight. Hold them tight. I'm not talking of coach that will just come and deliver lecture like this and you are gone. I'm talking of mentor. Someone you are accessible to. Someone who has access to your life. Or even more beautiful, a spiritual father or a spiritual mother. Be accountable to somebody. Somebody that can call you and knock your head and can tell you anything and you will take it, you will be corrected. Beware of people or beware of guys who tell you, I am a man of my own. I don't answer to anybody. I see life this way. I see life that way. I listen to so and so motivational speaker. Please run. I'm begging you, run. And this thing is funny, but run. Run, no. Run. They, they will tell you, I attend. To, they will call popular churches. They, will, they even know the name of the pastors in all regions in all parishes in all headquarters in all area branches they know their names but 
it's godliness is not in the lip the bible said that many know the what the power of godliness but the what they deny the power thereof they know of godliness but they deny the power thereof those are the kind of people you should not be attracted to don't be attracted to the to the, the kinds of delilah don't be attracted to the kinds of the philistines or the kinds of the prostitutes I'm not saying that you cannot marry a prostitute or God cannot forgive prostitutes as in the case of Hosiah. I've seen cases where pastors get married to prostitutes. Those are different cases. But you know that God has told you there are several places you cannot enter. Just like God told Samson, don't go into the Philistines. Do not drink strong drinks. For some of you, the mandate on your life would demand that you deny yourself of so many pleasures, so many things. And it comes to what? Dealing with your attraction. When you tell yourself, even though I'm attracted to Sister Nkechi, to Sister Nkiru, to Sister Lovett at the same time, I will not act on my feelings or my attractions until God says it is time and he will lead me to who I am to talk to. I'm not saying that God will give you a wife. You can choose, you can select for yourself and say, okay, God, this is the person. If you, if that's the person you want to pursue and you know it is the right time, please also involve God to know how to go about it. Because so many singles, ah, they've, they've, they've destroyed their lives all because of what? Of attraction. All because of attraction. They just develop feelings for someone today, for Brother Kayode. Ah, Brother Kayode, the prayer band minister. Brother Kayode is fair. Brother Kayode is fine. If you see his clean shaves, he has white teeth, he has pink lips. Auntie, that's not the basics for marrying. That's not the basics for what? For dating. Have you thought about the mandate of marriage? Have you thought about the, 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 the territories God wants to give you to handle as a married couple? Have you thought of the kind of children God wants you to raise? Have you thought of the nations that God wants you to reach because of your marriage, of, because of your union? Have you thought about the major reason why you are getting married? If you do not know why, you will keep dropping your attractions anyway. Just, just like, um, oh my goodness, I don't want to go into that. But... We should be what mindful of our attractions. I know people are saying, okay, ah, it's feelings now. So I, sh- I should still put ah, feelings again. I should still pray about it. Yes, pray about it. And I'm a living testimony of that. Each time I'm having feelings for somebody, and I see that it is unusual, I, straight away, I go to God, I drop it on the altar. I'm like, God, why am I having such? What is this for? I need clarity. I need to know. I need to think straight. You know, let me not go and invest wrongly. Let me not go and be doing the wrong. Instead of me to be uh, supplying a particular kind of help for my relationship with this person, I'll be supplying emotional. You know, I'll be I'll be projecting myself for a relationship. I'll be, I'll be not be the one pursuing the guy. So stuff like that. You need to save yourself from embarrassment. You need to save yourself from stress, and you need to know exactly why you are connected to several persons in your life. Like I said, it's not everybody you are attracted to that you are to date. Evangelist Lawrence Oyo said it. The fact that you have feelings for every sister in church does not mean that you should go and be dating all the sisters or fooling all the sisters. You will kill your life. You will kill yourself. Look at Samson. Samson had uncontrolled appetite for women. He was fooling women like he was eating food. And he broke his consecration so many times because of what? Because of attraction. And sometimes attraction is not wrong. Attraction is not bad. You must be attracted to the person you want to get married to. But attraction is bad when it when it when it becomes lost. It becomes lost. You lost over 
every single sister in church, over every single brother in church. That is no longer attraction. That is attraction. So attraction will be that you are attached to this person, or you are you are invited to liking this person for a reason. There must be a reason. That is attraction. There must be a reason why you are attracted to this person, and it should be for a good reason. Attraction is good. So many ministers will tell you that they are attracted to their spouses. I, I like how Evangelist Lorenzo Yo put it. He said, He told God, even though she wants to give me a firebrand, even though you want to give me mother of all nations, she must find. I must see her attractive. Like she must be I must when I see her, I want to be making boo I want my mind, my heart to be beating after her. I want my body to be shaking after her. That was what he wanted. And what he had suggested it was to God. He had placed it before God. He had put it as a request before God. He did not go out and say, okay, let me go and find any lady that makes my body to shake. Any lady that, you know, he wasn't, ah, he wasn't half, half, sorry, half hazard. He wasn't, he wasn't, oh my goodness. He wasn't careless with it. He was what deliberate. He placed it before God and said, this is what I want. So that's what I'm trying to say. When an attraction is not guided by the will of God, not guided by what, by, 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 by the right mandates, it is wrong. It is lost. And he was what accountable to his parents, accountable to counselors, accountable to God. But in the case of something, he was not, and that was why what he he ended up what he ended up. Oh my goodness! I don't even know what to say. Samson did not end well. Let me put it like that. Samson did not end well. He died with his enemies. His eyes were plucked out. His hair, his glory taken away. That is what happens when young people do not fail to guide their hearts. When they fail to guide their hearts. When they fail to guide the gates of their heart. When they fail to guide the portals of their destiny. There are several portals by which the devil can come into your life. It could be your sensory portals. What you see, what you hear. What you are watching, what you imagine, it can make you what do the wrong things. That's why you see in church today, so many young people, a boy just especially from among the youths, you just start dating a girl. Your pastor doesn't know that you are dating that girl. Your mother doesn't know you are dating that girl. Your brother doesn't know. Your father doesn't. Nobody knows. The next thing we hear in the next six months, she is pregnant. Ah, brother, sister, no accountability whatsoever. You just act on attraction like that. And some persons mistake attraction for sex. But they just say somebody, ah, oh yeah, let's, let's lay together or let's lie together. And it's so wrong. That is why you must be guided by the Spirit of God. It's not every attraction you act upon. Look at the case of David, David and Bathsheba. Just imagine what made Bathsheba to go and be bathing at the rooftop, or what, what would make David leave his chamber that evening and go and be looking at a woman. A normal Christian or someone, a, 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 a disciplined, spiritually and physically or sexually disciplined Christian, will quickly run into his house and lock the door and be rebuking what he has seen. But no, no control whatsoever. And true Bathsheba. Because of the children she gave birth for David, his kingdom was divided. There's always a consequence for disobedience. There's always a consequence for unguided attraction. There's always a consequence for what? Unguided attraction. 
You should be mindful of how you are attracted to people. I don't know why I'm saying it like this. But just guide your heart. Guide your heart. Guide it. The fact that you are attracted to sister Janet or Julia doesn't mean that she's right. She can destroy your destiny. That can be the end of your destiny. That can be the end of your life. So stay single until God is telling you it is the season for marriage. It is the season for what? For relationship. God can lead you like that. Another example before I wrap up is the story of, 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 of Dinah. So the story of Dinah. Dinah was the daughter of Jacob and they had come into a land where a younger man think it was their village think Genesis 34 Genesis 34 Shechem was the name of the young man and Jacob had come into a land okay he said there was a country So Jacob and his family had moved into a city or a country. And look at how the Bible described the women there. Genesis 34. It said one day, Dinah, the daughter of Leah, had given had given Jacob went to visit some of the women in that country. Shechem, the son of Hamor the Hevite, who was chief ten there, saw her and raped her. Then he felt a strange attraction to Dinah. Jacob's daughter fell in love with her. With her and word that Shechem went to his father, you know, get me this girl for my wife. Look at what attraction cost. Shechem would have gone the right way, spoke to her par- to his parent first. Probably would have given him a guidance. Okay, you can marry the daughter from this tribe. It would be that it's an abomination for them to get married from the get married to the daughters or the children of that tribe. You get. But he went the wrong way. His attraction made him rape her. And Dinah was available for such because of the kind of women she was with. So, I don't know if you get, get it now. So, Shechem was attracted to her. But he had to rape Olea with her first before he did the right. That is what attraction can cause. Look at it. said... He saw her and raped her. Then he felt what a strong attraction to Dinah, a strong one. But what happened on the long run was that Shechem was killed because he defiled the lady, Dinah, and he's against the tradition of what of, of Jacob from where he's coming from. So that city was experienced loss that very day because what a man fed what to guide his attraction. I know some of you wanted to hear the good side. Oh, you can be attracted to this and this. You can pursue this guy. Oh, you can pursue that girl. Oh, you can do this, you can do that. No, we are singles. And we know what God has told us. We know the season we are in in our lives. If you are in the season of marriage or you are in the season of relationship, if it is opened up to you, then do according as your spirit leads you. But then be accountable to someone. Let your mentors, let your spiritual parents know that, okay, I want I feel the what the 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 leading to start dating now and I've seen a particular sister in church. I've seen a particular sister in this place, I've seen a particular brother in this place. I want to bring this person so you can see this person. 
I think if you get me, your parents, your social parents should be aware that there's something going on. So the brothers of Dinah, Liva, Judah, and Simon, they were so angry. Was it Simon? They were so angry that this guy did not come out in the proper way and they went to what? To kill him. Yeah, Simon Lever. Yes, they were the brothers and Judah. They finished Shechem. They wiped him off. They finished his what? His generation. So to avoid destruction, to avoid sudden destruction from coming upon you, let your attraction be guided. You should be guided. So the singles, you know why you are still single? You know what God has placed for your destiny or placed on your destiny? You should what guide your attraction. And I think another example had came to mind, but okay, yeah. The the son and daughter of, of David, Tima, where Tima was raped by her brother. Because of a strong attraction. As young people, we are to tame, we are to tame our emotions if it is possible. It's not every time you act on your your, your, your emotions or attraction. You cannot be pursuing a lady or pursuing a guy. When you're supposed to be what's concentrating on building your future or building your life. My mentor spoke about priority as a young person. The time you're supposed to be building your finance, you're using it to war woman. The time you're supposed to be using it to prepare for life, you're using it to date. That means that is misplaced priority. That is frivolity. So I've come to speak to you as singles that... I'm, I was I'm, I did not come here to sugarcoat I not sugarcoat the talk. I did not come here to push you to go and date or to go and find wife or husband to marry. No, this is the time for building. This is the time for capacity. This is the time for preparation. Prepare yourself. Do not allow anybody rush you into what God is not asking you to get into. Now, even the Bible said in Ecclesiastes verse three, and there is time for everything. Ecclesiastes 11 verse 1 also says that God makes everything beautiful in his time. If it is his time, it will be beautiful. You will experience what? Love. And God will bring someone who is also what? From his tribe. Not just anyhow person. So that is why you must be guided. That is why you must allow God lead you. So I just hope I've been able to exhaust this topic for today. And for as many who would listen, as many who would share, as many who would recommend, as many who would hack into the words shared today, I pray that the Lord will bless you in the name of Jesus. I pray that you will not make a mistake when it comes to the time of your marriage, when it comes for you settling for a kingdom spouse. You will not be blinded. You, you, you would be sensitive to the will of God in the name of Jesus and you'll be obedient to his will in Jesus' name. Amen. So, Take care, guys. See you in the next episode. God bless. I love you guys. Bye.